Hey, welcome to Open Conversations. My name is Sherman. I'm Dominica. And uh, welcome aboard. In this conversation, this is actually a podcast episode number four. We're going to have a general conversation about chakras. I'm excited about it because it's an opportunity for me to actually learn some more. You know, I learn through conversation. That's how I how I expand my mind. And then it lets me know some of the things that I might want to um, research and dive into a little bit for. So I think the whole concept of chakras and that energy is, is pretty fascinating. I think it is too. Um, matter of fact, that was one of the one of the first things that I actually got into when I started working with crystals is to uh, match up the colors with the different chakras and and what those chakras, the different the seven different chakras, the main ones, actually um, stand for. Uh, so it's going to be pretty interesting for a lot of the new newbies that are just getting into spirituality and trying to learn about energy and how their bodies, the different uh, functions and systems of the body kind of work together. This is a really base level um, introduction into the chakra system and how you can, the things that you can do on a daily basis to help clean, clear, and keep those chakras healthy. Uh, this concept is, is still relatively new to me. I mean, it's something that I, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a curious person, but I'm also the type of person who likes to, um, to, in my mind, fit things together and see how they could possibly fit together. Whether the systems are the same or, the not, or not, I look for commonalities between different things, different pieces of the puzzle, and see how they can fit together. So a lot of this is uh, the thoughts that I had before I was introduced to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in addition to that, it's after being introduced, really seeing how it coincides with some things that I had been introduced to right. years ago. Right. So to the layman or somebody who hasn't been exposed, they're like, "What? I don't even know what chakra means. How would it, what's the general description of the system? Um, the chakras are basically, um, it's a Sanskrit word that describes energy center, centers on your body in different areas. We have hundreds of them all over our bodies, but we have seven different ones. And they are considered uh, energy, spinning wheels of energy that, you know, sometimes they get imbalanced, unbalanced, and and when they are, it'll tell you what you're missing and lacking in your life and what you may uh, have too much of. Um, So it's just energy, energy centers on your body in specific areas that moves and functions to help our whole spiritual system and um, physical being stay healthy. When you were introduced to that, um, the, the whole system, was that separate or along with like Kundalini and Tantric? Was it, was it introduced to you as a Tantric no. system? It wasn't? No. no. Okay. And it, so it was that was separate? It was completely separate. And then the whole concept of Kundalini was separate as well from, mm-hmm. from that? From my perspective, Anything tantric and anything dealing with kundalini is advanced. Okay. okay. Because if you go straight, if you don't know anything about your body and your energetic systems and you try to go straight to kundalini, mm-hmm. you can get in some trouble. <laughs> so. Especially if you don't have a mentor or a spiritual advisor or someone, a shaman um, that can kind of help you through that process. 
some type of instructor. Yeah, and yeah. So when you were introduced to what, what did you see first? Like me, I, my, I think my first experience with it was just, I heard the word chakra, and then somewhere along the line, I saw some pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was, it wasn't, and at that point, I hadn't even organized it in my mind as to any type of sequence or any type of system. Mm-hmm. You know, but the first thing I did, I heard it somewhere and didn't know what that was. And then I remember seeing some pictures and then I associate the terminology chakra with some images. You know, that was my introduction to to that. How did you first, did you find out about this when you were a kid or? No, no, actually, um, my spiritual journey, this actually started all because um, this is a whole nother uh, podcast blog, but when I was first opened up to chakras, it was through crystals. Through crystals. So you were supposed to crystals crystals. first. Yes. And then learning about the crystals, they talk about crystal healing and how each color resonates with each chakra. So it kind of forced me to learn the different chakra systems and what they mean, how crystals apply, you know, the, the properties of crystals apply to each chakra. Gotcha. That's what I initially started out with. So that's it. Yes. it was, so it was a byproduct of, of actually researching something crystals. else. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, extremely happy that I did because it was um, it's something that's actually changed my life. Right. Yeah. I remember now. I think I think it was. Um, I think actually it was a curiosity about because I, I I've always been interested in energy, mm-hmm. you know, um, different in different forms of energy. I believe that you know just like in science they say there's no energy is created or or, or destroyed or destroyed. It right. just transmutes right. from form to form. Absolutely. So I always in my mind search for the connection between like electricity, mm-hmm. uh, bioelectricity, uh, uh, spiritual energy. To me, it's it's the same but in different forms. So I always try to see how that how that connected how that you know, worked right. together and I believe it was uh, I was actually looking into Reiki Reiki energy I was I was diving more into that because mm-hmm. um, I'm curious about energy and the manipulation thereof energy. you yeah. know and I think believe it or not I believe my mind was open to that the whole concept it's gonna sound crazy but through uh, my imagination comic books science fiction as a kid, not this specific topic, but just energy as a whole. Right. People, and it was fascinating to be able to send energy to out to absorb things, things yeah. and change it. So, so it, what it does is it, it shows us that these concepts are deep rooted and prevalent amongst our society. Where's all, when we have these fantasy and stuff there, where's that stuff come from? It's coming from something real or a partial knowledge of something that's real that's been enhanced through the imagination. Right. But we all kind of feel that it right. that it exists. Right. You know. Um, has there been any any once you discovered that energy, was there any specific experiences that you had that let you know or tied together the fact that it was real? Like even if it was something that you were already experiencing that you realized that this is what it was. Well, first off, let me do this, and then I can tell you which, what experience okay. linked to a certain chakra. But there are seven main chakras that we're actually going to talk about today. And it starts with the base chakra, which is located in 
the genital area, and that's called the root chakra. And that chakra deals with grounding, safety, <clears throat> your ability to manifest in the physical reality, and then it goes up to your sacral chakra, which is near your navel. And I'm going to also tell you, the root chakra is red. That is the color. Um, and the next chakra, which is the sacral, is orange. So if you understand the colors of the rainbow, you can kind of follow how the color, the color sequence, I can't speak today, will be. Um, but the sacral chakra deals with creativity, um, your sexuality, your ability to um, experience things in a sensual nature. And sensual doesn't mean sex, it just means the senses how deeply you sense and feel things. Um, <clears throat> so that color is orange, and we move up to our solar plexus, which is right here in the center of what pe most people call their gut. When you feel a gut reaction, that's gonna be your solar plexus. That's, that's actually where a lot of us work from, and a lot of us actually have weaknesses there. And the solar plexus deals with um, your personal power, boundaries, your mental, a lot of mental thought, um, your willpower, um, that's the solar plexus, and that color is yellow. Uh, then we go up to the heart. The heart is green, and your heart chakra functions, you know, and a lot of us have shut down heart, heart chakras due to being hurt or, you know, different reasons, but that chakra is green, and it deals with compassion, it deals with love, it deals with healing. Um, and and um, many other things. These are just a few things. Um, the next is your throat chakra, which is blue, which is very important. It, it's your ability to, to speak clearly, to speak your truth. Um, also, you're dealing with your personal expression. Um, and we go to the third eye, and this is where my story will come in. Your third eye chakra deals with uh, intuition, your perception of the world, um, your ability to learn knowledge, retain knowledge, um, and also inspiration. And the crown chakra, which is located right here on the top of your head, very, very important chakra. And that deals, and it's purple, that deals with, or violet, it deals with um, wisdom, your connection to your divine power or your God and higher knowledge, mm. that connection. That is the crown chakra. All of these chakras are very important. It's important for them to be balanced. And if one is out of balance, you actually can relate it to what's not working well in your life. But my story comes in um, as far as what I experienced when I first started working with my chakras and um, crystals is I actually started seeing things clearly. Okay. Uh, I, also, I was actually able to, I was meditating heavily at that time and this may have been about, this was about six or seven years ago. And I was meditating heavily in my third eye. That's what I wanted. It was so, you know, it sounded so good to be able to see things, see sure. things that you can't see here in the physical. I mean, I mean, see on a spiritual level. I was so wanting to be able to experience that. Um, and I, I got what I asked for. I was seeing spirits, mm -hmm. 
I was seeing, this is not in just meditation, but I was seeing this in my waking life. I would see shadows, I would see images. I would, yeah. So my third eye popped open and be careful what you ask for because whenever you start working with your chakras, you want to start with your root. Because anytime you're dealing with anything in the spiritual, you need to be grounded. And that's very important. It's very important. People, most people that come into working with chakras want to just work with the upper and be up in the... Immediately. Yes, in the astral. and Because it feels good to, deal, to hang around angels and feel the energy of some of the higher beings. But it is super important to ground yourself before any of this because the purpose of being spiritual is to have balance and if anything is out of balance then you're not going to get the full full effect of uh, all of the goodness that comes along with it that's one of the foundations in architecture mm -hmm. you want to build a, a right. building a strong building absolutely. you start with a strong foundation absolutely and I'll add I remember um, <laughs> I remember going to a lady and asking her why do I feel because I was working so much with my upper chakras so I feel like I am literally walking before myself. Mm -hmm. I felt like my spiritual body would be out before my actual body. And I kept asking people, can you explain that? Why is that happening? Call that the astral glide. Yeah. It, so <laughs> I wasn't grounded at all. Right. I was so up here. And it's real. It is palpable. And you'll get to experience it. But always be grounded first. Well, let's see. Um, somebody just just starting to research this. Um, say you come across a site like Wikipedia. That's what I just pulled up right here. And I wanna I wanna quote what they have here, and then maybe we can expand on that a little bit. But the first chakra here, um, the root chakra, and call it the Muladhara. Mm -hmm. That's the Sanskrit name uh, Sanskrit for it. name, Muladhara, or root chakra, located at the base of the spine in the coccygeal region of the subtle, subtle body. Dormant kundalini is often said to be resting here, wrapped three and a half or seven or twelve times. That's the significance of numbers coming into play. Sometimes she is wrapped around the black Svayambu linga, the lowest of the three, of three obstructions to her full rising, also known as knots or branthus. It is symbolized as a four-petaled lotus with a yellow square at its center, representing the element of earth. The seed syllable is lamb for the earth element, pronounced loom. All sounds, words, and mantras in their dormant form rest in the Muladhara chakra. Interesting. All sounds, words, and mantras in their dormant form rest in the Muladhara chakra, where Ganesha resides while the Shakti is Dakini, the associated animal is the elephant. Muladhara, that's the root chakra. Mm -hmm. A couple of different things jump out at me when I read, read that though. When you say the difference between advanced and basic, um, the numerology associated with the one. Mm -hmm. um, and the, uh, the design, you know, the root, and earth and the consistency between the two when you mentioned being grounded mm -hmm. grounded so that's your root chakra right 
Next one is the um, sacral chakra, as you mentioned. Svadhisthana, the residence of the self, or sacral chakra. Believed to be located at the root of the sexual organ along the spine and the subtle body, it is symbolized as six-petaled locusts. Svadhisthana is represented with a lotus within which is a crescent moon symbolizing the water element. The seed mantra in its center is Vam, representing water. The presiding deity is Brahma, with Shakti being Rakini or Jakini. In esoteric Buddhism, it is called Nirmana and is generally considered to be the petal lotus of creation and corresponding to the first day of the Four Noble Truths. <laughs> Jumps out at me with that one is the, simil uh, the similarity between Nirmana and Nirvana. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, what's so funny about it that is, is, is in our society, we hear so many things and we have no idea what they're actually alluding to. Musical groups, bands, uh, you know, terms, uh, figures of speech, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you really don't know how deep that stuff is yeah. unless you actually do some research. Next to Manipura. Manipura, uh, in English, Jewel City, also called the Navi Chakra or the solar plexus navel chakra is located in the navel region along the subtle body spinal column. For the Nath Yogi meditation system, this is described as the Madhyama Shakti or the intermediate stage of the self-discovery. This chakra is represented as an upward pointing triangle representing fire in the middle of the lotus within with 10 petals. The seed symbol for fire is at its center rhomb. The presiding deity is Brada Rudra with Lakini as the as the uh, Shakti. One thing I keep noticing is lotus. That's yeah, that's in every every chakra. Why do you have any idea what the no, significance is? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't speak on that. Oh. I, I've never delved deep into the um, the Sanskrit deep into that version of mm -hmm. it. I've dealt with just the base knowledge of the chakras. Right. Um, many people that practice yoga um, mm -hmm. tend to understand, you know, more about that. But I can't speak with enough intelligence okay. on the lotuses and why each flower, why there's more flowers on each higher chakra. Right. But there is a deeper reason. Okay, so let me go through the rest of them real quick. We have the, that was the what Manipur, Manipura, mm -hmm. which is the Solpacha chakra. Then you have the uh, Anaheta, English unstruck, or the heart chakra, is located in, in or behind the heart, in or behind the heart. It is symbolized by a lotus with 12 petals, but then it is, the, is a yantra of two intersecting triangles forming a hexagram, symbolizing a union of the male and female, as well as being the esoteric symbol for the element of air. The seed mantra of air, yam, is at its center, the presiding deity is Ishana Rudra Shiva, and the Shakti is Kakini. In esoteric Buddhism, this chakra is called Dharma, and is generally considered to be the petal lotus of essential nature and corresponding to the second state of four noble truths. Next is Vishuddha. Vishuddha, uh, English essentially pure, or Vishuddhi, or throat chakra, is located at the base of the subtle body's throat, it is symbolized as a 16-petaled lotus. The Visuddha is iconographically represented with 16 petals covered with 16 Sanskrit vowels. It is associated with the element of space and has a seed syllable 
of the space element Ham at its center. The residing deity is Pancha Vakra Shiva with five heads and four arms and the Shakti is Shakini. In esoteric Buddhism it is called Samboga and is generally considered to be the petal lotus of enjoyment and corresponds to the third state of four noble truths. Next is Ajna. Ajna. Anya. Also called Guru Chakra or Third Eye Chakra. It is the subtle center of energy believed to be located between the eyebrows, located behind it along the subtle non physical spinal column. It is so called because this is the spot where the Tantric Guru touches the seeker during the initial ritual. He or she commands the awakened Kundalini to pass through this center. It is symbolized by a lotus with two petals. It is, it is at this point that the two side uh, Nadi, Ida, and Bengala are said to terminate and merge with the central channel, Sushumna, signifying the end of duality, the characteristic of being dual, light and dark, or male and female. And the last being the Sahasrara. <laughs> Sahasrara. <laughs> wow. Thousand petaled or crown chakra is the topmost chakra in the solar body located in the crown of the head. In esoteric Hinduism and New Age Western systems, it is generally considered to be the highest spiritual center in the state of pure consciousness within which there is no neither object nor subject. When the feminine Kundalini Shakti rises to its point and unites with the masculine Shiva, the yogi or yogini achieves self-realization and the state of liberating samadhi is attained. The chakra is symbolized by a lotus with 1,000 multicolored petals. In esoteric Buddhism, it is called Mahasukha and is generally considered to be the petal lotus of great bliss and corresponding to the fourth state of four noble truths. All that being said, all that being searched through, what I gather from that is somebody who has no familiarity at all with chakras and they start to look this information up, the word that comes to my mind is overwhelmed. That would be. As you're reading that, overwhelmed. If, if you were a newbie going to check into chakras, I would advise you not to look at that page because you it, it's completely, yeah overwhelming all of the words but you know the main thing is if you are interested in your you feel led to to open up your chakras or to balance them or to even just research them one reason you might want to do that is your chakras they are all activated because you're alive they are all activated because you're alive whether they're in balance or not will depend on what's going on in your life, whether it's your health, whether it's on a spirit, your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, because all of your spiritual bodies will um, make those fluctuate. So I just want to go over a few things. As far as why you want to activate your chakras, you want to activate your, your chakras um, because what it does, it increases your consciousness. It also increases you in, your intuitive um, ability allowing pure source energy to flow through it also helps to keep your health in balance once you learn how to uh, meditate or do any different uh, energetic systems to balance and heal your body your chakras you'll find that your health will be improved 
your your focus and concentration will be improved and you know you'll just be healed on so many different levels not just spiritual but emotional mental physical and that's worth checking into that is definitely worth checking into so if you're on a spiritual path i highly suggest that if you have not tapped in or researched activating your chakras clearing your chakras you would want to do that as a part part of your spiritual practice process though um because you, you you mentioned earlier that you want to start at the base at the root Mm-hmm. And then, but also, you're, you're, you know, you mentioned balance. So, it, there has to be a sequence of movement from, because if you're, if you're focused on one area, that's not necessarily putting everything, it's not necessary. I've, you know, the term that I'm familiar with is alignment. Mm-hmm. So, what would the process, would you, would you recommend somebody get familiar with all the areas and then, so start, start at the base, get familiar yes. with that, and then. Yes. You know, there are so many different ways you can tackle it. There's not one right way. Right. It's whatever you're, you're led to. But for me, what I did is I actually learned about the different chakras. I just got a baseline understanding of all the different chakras. And, of course, like I told you before, I started with my upper chakras. Did that's you? a no-no. That's what that's what my story is about. Right. I told you I, was, I felt like I was outside of right. my body. Yeah. I didn't start with my root, and that's what you should do. Um, but if you want to start out by meditating on a specific color and imagining that color and a spinning wheel at the base, at the root chakra in the genital area, you, that's what you, that's what you can do. Mm-hmm. You can literally go on YouTube and there are tons of different meditation videos, guided meditations that will walk you through that. If you're a Reiki practitioner, you could send Reiki in that color to that specific chakra. Um, You can drink tea. If you're into essential oils, you can do an essential oil, just rub an essential oil in that area that resonates with that chakra. There are binaural beats, tones, and the list goes on and on. So there's no wrong way. It's just whatever resonates with you. Personally, meditation was the best thing for me. Now, see, I interpret that as whatever you choose is the medium of transferring the intent. Mm-hmm. Is that how you would? I think it um, it empowers your intent because your intent is actually still but whatever yeah. you're, it empowers, it helps you. And focuses. Yes, it helps you to focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have you, have you, have you, do you personally recall or have seen any instances where someone approached it other than yourself in a really in, a, in the wrong manner or a disorganized manner yeah. and you know some of the results of that yeah um, and this is why I spoke on a person that wants to go they read something online or in a book and they want to go straight to activating their Kundalini mm-hmm. it can be done but there have been people that are mentally ill and not able to even function in life because their kundalini was activated so quickly that it just completely blew through and it messes you up here. Really? Yes. Really. You know, it's, <laughs> this is crazy, but 
when you were speaking there, I'm, uh, like again, I tell you, I had this vivid imagination growing up, and sci-fi and all that good stuff. But the first thing I thought about when you said that was the X-Men. Professor Xavier mm-hmm. was this man who had just had it together. He was the guru. He's mm-hmm. the and and these mutants were individuals who were just coming into the knowledge of their power. They were immensely powerful, right? But they didn't know, and it. it in, in the most cases, they weren't born. It, it was when they reached a certain point, they began to see how powerful their powers began mm-hmm. to manifest. But they did not know how to control it. They did not know how to focus it. Yeah. And some of them literally caused damage and things because they didn't have anybody to teach them how to right. focus their energy. Right. You know, that's just a and control. <laughs> you know? Yes, control is definitely yeah. key when it comes to focus and control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. you can you can do a lot of damage if you are too quick to jump into mm-hmm. certain things that your body and your spirit aren't aligned or ready for. Right. So it's serious sure. business. Um, not trying to frighten anybody, but you, it's just words of caution. One more thing, I wanna I wanna ask you. Um, when you talk about grounding first. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that work for you or some ways that you recommend or places or when you talk about grounding that process, some of the places that jumped out for you or something that really helped you or influenced you? Well, I'll tell you one of the best ways that I ground and that is just like where we are today in this beautiful park. I'm sure you guys hear the birds and cars riding by. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the best ways to ground is to just have a walk in nature or be out in nature or take your shoes off take your shoes off and plant your feet securely on the ground you don't even have to think about being grounded but you are literally grounding yourself to earth's energy mother gaia's energy because all of that energy is being grounded and brought it's like a transference of energy so it's naturally done um, as they say back in the day, oh, go hug a tree, hippies <laughs> hug trees, but that's a way to ground. Trees are rooted into earth and they have such a stable, stable resonance that you just being in the same alignment with them next to a tree, leaning up to a tree like this beautiful one behind us, it's going to instantly ground you. So that's, those are a couple of ways. The park is, is number one. Um, taking a salt bath is grounding. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take a, a, a salt bath that will ground your energy. Also make sure you put your intent into the water and the salt for it to ground and purify your energy. Crystals, crystals, the, that was another thing for me that really helped me get aligned. And dark crystals, Crystals that are brown, red, black um, in color are usually your grounding crystals. And these are crystals that are gonna work for your root chakra. So some of those can be red jasper, black tourmaline, obsidian. Um, Even some of the brown jaspers are really good crystals to ground your energy. So those are some of my favorites. So now you've got me. And meditation. Meditation (laughs) is another way when you can visually see your body, roots 
growing into the ground through your feet into Mother Earth and being connected in with the soil, the ore, the mm-hmm. everything down mm-hmm. into this earth. If you can see yourself, is there ore in the earth? <laughs> I don't even <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. But anyway, ore, it's, it's, <laughs> yes, it's, it's all kinds. All <laughs> see yourself grounded into the core of earth of the earth, and that's another way of grounding. So meditation walking in nature, grounding, which is a thing now, and I do like grounding as well, which is just actually laying, not just planting your feet on the ground with barefoot, but actually laying your entire body on your back mm-hmm. for at least 30 minutes to an hour. That will, that's a, it's called grounding your energy. Let's see, I'm a, and I'm a guy with that me- me- mechanic thing in my head. First thing I'm thinking of is batteries in a yep. car. The, 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 some people call it the negative post, mm-hmm. but if you look on there, it says the ground. That's the ground yeah. wire, and you gotta have, you gotta be grounded in yeah. order for energy to flow through. Yes. If not, it's stuck in the battery. Yeah. It's, it's in that state; it can't flow. And energy is supposed to flow. That's right. And 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 on my end, on an intuitive level, if you're not grounded, the information that you get can be unclear. You'll feel foggy. You'll feel like a, a feather in the wind. Uh, so it's highly, if you're doing intuitive work, if you women, men out there are psychics, intuitives, um, you know, spiritual advisors, you, you do know to be grounded. Mm-hmm. You have to be grounded. Otherwise, what you get won't be crystal clear. Right. That's the beginning. That's where Absolutely. it starts. Absolutely. And then it works its way from there. Mm-hmm. So you have that and you can build a building with a strong foundation. Absolutely. Now you got me curious. Now we got to have a conversation about these crystals. We uh, got we got to talk about yeah, that. Well, well, that's another another show, but the yeah. crystals are yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about They're that. They're awesome. Uh, They're awesome. Uh, so, you know, thanks for thanks for joining us in this conversation. It's been enlightening for me. Is there anything else you want to add to Um well, I'd say if you want to check out some books, um, I had a lady that I wanted to, Carolyn Mace, Mace, I think it's her name. She has a really good book about chakras. Uh, it's kind of heady. It's a very intellectually written, but it has a lot of information about your chakra system. And it's, I think that's the, the title of it. Okay. Chakras. Okay. So check that out and do your research. Do your research. Get started on it. Mm-hmm. And because the sky's the limit, you'll be amazed at what you uncover and what you learn about yourself. Right. Tapping into that. So we'll do you one better. We'll um, once we find that information, we'll put a link up for it in the description below the video here on YouTube. YouTube. We'll be setting up uh, a Facebook uh, page very soon. So make sure you check that out. We'll come back and put the link for that in the description below this video. Um, website's in the works. Mm-hmm. So once we get that up, we'll put that link in the description as well. But, but you can email us. Right, right. At, at, at uh, openconversationsblog at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, openconversationsblog at gmail.com. But in any case, make sure that you, uh, you, know, you, you keep up with us where we're going. And interact with us because if you if you are in possession of or aware of any good places that uh, to uh, not just 
put out, but also receive more information. Let us know that. We'd like to interact with them as well. This is a community thing. I think we all learn uh, and grow uh, together. Right. So we right. definitely want to enhance that. So it's not just an output thing. We're not here to just talk at you. We want to talk with you. And if you have some input for us, please send it our way. And um, if you want to join us in a conversation in the future, let us know that too. And we'll, we'll figure out a way to bring us all together and have these conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So once again, my name is Sherman. And I'm Dominica. And thanks for joining us in Open Conversations. Take care. Hey guys, a couple of extra links I'd like to share with you. Crystal Links is a wonderful website that has a wealth of information. If you want to, you know, uh, check into your different chakras and learn more about how imbalances and balances a balanced chakra looks I'd love for you to go and check that website out as well as chakras.info has a wealth of information that will be very beneficial for someone beginning another book that you could check into is auras the human aura and that will get into a little bit more about the different um, energies that connect us um, but it will talk about your chakras as well another one is aura colors with chakras and this is another book that will give you more in-depth look and understanding of the different chakras so that the woman that will that wrote that book is Abigail Abbey so check her out and give us your feedback how you like the information what you learned and how your personal journey is going Thanks.